The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. And we'd like to welcome you to another edition of Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 1039 LI News Radio. And check out the LI News Radio app so you can listen to LI News Radio no matter where you are. And Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island school boards since 1959. I'm your host, Bob Vecchio. Thanks for tuning in each and every week to hear about some amazing things that our students are doing across Long Island. And this week in our Spotlight, well, it's no different. We're talking student-athletes and how they succeed on the field and off the field and why sports and schools matter. And we like to welcome to our Spotlight the Windanch School District. And listen, Windanch is the home of the Warriors, and they have a pretty good athletic program and we got some star athletes that again excel on the field but more importantly student athletes also excel off the field and we'll find out how they manage it all from a time management standpoint and what athletics means to them in their educational career we want to welcome to the program mr stephen davis he is the director of athletics and health and physical education in the wine dance school district mr davis welcome to spotlight on long island schools tell us a little bit about wine dance and your athletic program sure Good evening, everyone. Thank you, Bob. I, I appreciate you having me on the show, and, and especially for our our scholar athletes here. Um, just giving them the opportunity just to showcase their their, their hard work and and to just discuss all the, the great things that we have going on here. Um, I just want to add that that here at Wine Dance, we believe that athletics plays a vital role in in the development of our of our student athletes. It enhances their academic experience, and um, you know we're just so proud of our, our student athletes and just their character and, and and what they demonstrate with their hard work. And, um, you know, it's a big part of our philosophy here at Wyandotte. So I thank you, Bob, and, and I, I appreciate it. Just to give you a little insight about our, our full um, athletic program, we um, had over about 180 student athletes participate this year. We had a football player by the name of Elijah Duncan. He was a all-county and all-division selection we had Haley Cruz, who is a, a soccer player. She earned all academic for Division Three in soccer. We have Genesis Morillo. She was an all Division Division Three soccer player this year from Wyandanch, and also Carlos Diaz, who is a valedictorian and also a scholar athlete with track and field and, and cross country. That's pretty impressive. And listen, student athletes is the most important thing when it comes to public schools. And some people, Mr. Davis, they think, you know, uh, sports, why is it so necessary? Why do we need to invest the money? Talk to us from your perspective as an educator, why athletes matter, because, you know, as a board member who spent 18 years on a board, it was always about hooking the kids in and keeping them on track for an on-time, meaningful graduation, teaching them character development, everything else. Uh, most schools have an academic eligibility program. You know, it's a privilege to play and academics can't suffer for you to be able to play sports. So talk to us about the philosophy there at Windatch. Yeah, so that's that's something that, that we believe wholeheartedly, that Athletics, it provides you those valuable life lessons that you, you're not going to learn anywhere else. You, you, you really can't substitute learning about hard work, learning about overcoming adversity and how to manage your time. We have students who are here at 630 in the morning and they go to about six at night, you know, in school and then out, out there on the field and practice. So just that, that, that hard work, learning how to dedicate their time, you know, you, you're not going to learn that anywhere else, you know. So, so that's why athletics is is so important, and and here we really focus on 
building them up and really meet, meeting the students where they're at. And especially with our academic eligibility policy with, within athletics is if, if those students are struggling in the classroom, we are connecting with the teachers. We provide study hall for those students um, before practice, after practice study hall, just to kind of support them to get them where they have to be and, and understand that it's important to be a student first, athlete second. I love it. That's music to my ears. Again, student athletes support their academics so they can participate in the sport that they love and help build the character necessary to take them the next step beyond. We're going to start off our conversation with Genesis Marillo. She's a senior there at Windanch and a soccer star. Genesis, uh, my question for you is, how did you choose your sport that you finally decided on, how long you've been playing it, and how do you manage the time between practice and dedication and conditioning Along with you know your academic schedule, how do you how do you balance all that? Well, it started at a very young age. Actually, I was with my dad, and I would watch him play soccer, and I would just see the teamwork and effort that it took, and I was, I was really impressed with it. And after that, I just I just took the time and to learn the sport and what it takes to balance it is just being really disciplined, really being able to enjoy yourself but also putting your studies first is, is one of the things that shows like you got to be mentally and physically ready for it and if you were to give some advice to a middle schooler who's coming up through the ranks and soon will be playing at a jv or varsity level what would be the biggest piece of advice that you would give a younger athlete to make sure that they look out for and take advantage of what would be the two things that you would stress to them I would tell them that just to never give up, even though sometimes it's hard. You want to give up and just throw it all away, but you got to show the courage to always, you know, be strong and and show yourself because you always come first to um, improvement. It's excellent. That, yeah, that's excellent advice. Never give up and, and stay focused and, and pursue your goals. So thank you for that. Another high school senior also an all-academic soccer player. Haley, explain to the audience, what does it mean to have that designation, all-academic soccer player? Well, to have that all-designation, all-soccer player, it's... It means that you're very strong academically as well as on the field as well, right? You have a certain criteria yeah. you have to hit to make that, yes? Yeah, it means, yeah, you, you have to be strong, especially because, you know, they say your academics come first before anything. And you want to have fun with it, too. Yeah. So what does it mean to be an athlete in wine dance and, and achieve success on the field and also in the classroom? What does it mean for you? What What's the thing that you enjoy most about competing on the field? What I enjoy most about competing on the field is, you know, just having fun and knowing that I'm representing my school. Like, I like to represent the school I come from. And even though... I don't win. I know that I came from that school and I tried. And as long as I had fun, that's all that matters. Because when on the field, I just think about having fun. So, yeah. So it's about school pride. It's about that connection with other people that you're competing alongside with. They kind of become like friends and family instantly for you. What would you say is the biggest challenge with managing both success in the classroom and on the field? What's been the biggest challenge for you to make sure that you're keeping it both at very high levels? I feel like having time to actually, you know, do my work 
Especially because um, it's not easy always coming home late, you know, knowing that you have to, like, study after or do something for school. So I feel like that's the biggest challenge, like... The time management, right? Those are long days. You got practice. You got homework. You got studies. You're you're a senior now, so you're in your senior year, so you got all the senior activities as well. And probably what are your plans after you graduate? We're going to find about that a little bit later on and mr davis in our last minute here we had alluded to it you guys do have an academic eligibility program and i'm also interested you have an academic eligibility program that starts in your middle school correct so what what is the what are the grades that the kids have to maintain to participate so with our uh, eligibility policy we we ensure that students if they fail two or more classes that they are considered on on academic probation where they must attend study hall. Um, They can still practice and be a part of the team, but they have to attend those study halls with those classes that they are failing um, and and strive to get their grades up. Once their grades are back up again, then they'll be able to participate. That's so critically important that you give them a chance, right, to recuperate and come back and be able to participate and play. But again, it sends the message that it's a privilege to play here at Wyandanch. It's a privilege to be a student athlete with the emphasis on student first. We are speaking with the folks from the Wyandanch School District and speaking with some of their star athletes that are student athletes and how academics and Athletics has played an important role in their success in school. When we come back from the break, we're going to speak with some more of the students and learn about the seniors' plans for graduation and beyond. We'll be right back after this. And we'd like to welcome you back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 1039 LI News Radio. And again, catch us on the LI News Radio app. That's your app to listen to LI News Radio no matter where you go. Spotlight on Long Island Schools brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Board Association, serving Long Island School Boards since 1959. Bob Vecchio continuing our conversation with the Wine Dance School District and some of their star student athletes. And we were speaking with Haley and Genesis, star soccer players, about how to manage the time between competition and succeeding in the classroom. And now we're going to Talk to two gentlemen. We heard about him a little bit earlier. He was an all-county and all-division football player. And the good news for Wyandanch is he's a junior. So he's got a lot of success ahead of him as a senior. So I'm sure there's a lot of teams in the Wyandanch division. Now, you're going to be keeping an eye on Elijah. Elijah, number one, talk to us about what being a student athlete in Wyandanch means to you. What does it mean to you to put on that jersey and and represent your school? What does it mean to you personally that Uh, you have that opportunity to do that? Well, I love the game of football, so putting on a jersey means everything to me. So putting on a Wyandanch jersey, I feel like it's a lot of pride putting it on. And And what position do you play for the football team? Running back. Running back. So how fast are you? I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty darn quick, I bet, right? And, I mean, you made all county and all division as a junior. How long have you been playing the game, Elijah? Uh, Since I was five. Since you were five years old. So uh, you've been at it a long time. Here you are a high school junior. Are you the starting running back? I'm assuming you're the starting running back for Wyandanch, right? Yes. (laughs) So so when you are competing, and you probably have always done this, you've competed against kids that may be a little bit older than you or or who have played the game a little bit longer than you. What what drives you to be, number one, I want to be the starter? Hard work. Hard work and dedication. 
Talk to us about a typical day in life of you during football season, managing classes, practice, and and succeeding at high levels. Take us through a typical day for you. I would say like with classwork, like I'll, if I didn't finish it, the coach would probably let us do it in the locker room before practice start, just so like we're on top of it and stuff. And well, we're practicing stuff. We're not really juggling because I, I love football. I like going to practice. Practice is fun for me. So it might be a little different for me. But as far as school wise, I would say sometimes it could get a little tricky, but you just got to stay focused and maintain. And what would you tell younger players that are maybe playing in the younger leagues like you were five years old, or maybe they're starting the middle school journey into being a football player in the wine dance school system? What advice would you give them to be successful at the high school level and at a varsity level? Work hard. Don't let nobody tell you you can't and just strive to be better. Just strive to be great. I like that. And what's been your most memorable experience that you've really enjoyed a lot so far? I would say getting all county. What did it mean to you when you learned that you were chosen all county? It meant a lot to me because I was kind of surprised. Yeah, because there's a there's a lot of good competition on Long Island football, especially at the position of running back to be selected all county. Uh, yeah. Now, who is Wyandanche's biggest, toughest rival in your division? I would say for me, after this year, I would say Babylon. Babylon. Those are some tough defensive players over in Babylon, and they've been known to have a good, strong program for a long time. What are you looking forward to as a high school senior? What What are your goals for next year? You know, graduate. I would say win more games. Win more, win more games, games, maybe take a county title, right? Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, Elijah, we wish you all the best on that. Now, he is not only a star athlete in cross-country track and field, He's a high school senior, and not only that, he is this year's class valedictorian for the Wine Dance School District, and we're speaking with Carlos Diaz. Carlos, thanks for taking some time with us, and again, you are the number one student in the school and an athlete to boot, so my question for you is how, how do you juggle being like top of your class and still having time to compete? Let's talk about time management from your perspective. Hello. So technology is really great. Um, I really love Google calendars. Anybody will tell you this. I schedule everything. So I have everything on my calendar. Um, I have my time is very parceled out. So I, I just plan out everything from my study time to interviews to class practice. Anything that I do, I put it on on my calendar and I know I have to do it. So it's just really keeping track of my time. That's great. I, I do the same thing. If it's not on my calendar, it's not happening. And, you know, listen, I, I still forget a lot of things, even though, because I forget to look at the continuation of the calendar later in the day. So you compete in cross-country track and field, right? So you're a cross-country yes. runner uh, and, and track and field. What else do you do on the track and field team? Is it anything else or just cross-country running? No, it's just cross-country running, the 5K race. And then in the spring season, I did the steeplechase, which was, that was my spe specialty. Steeplechase, it's steeplechase. That's when you're running over those barriers in the middle of the track that you know people just conveniently put in your way instead of just like, yes. yeah. See, I don't do steeplechase running. I don't do cross country. I might do cross country walking. Yes. That's about all of it. So, what is the biggest challenge as a cross country runner? Because you guys are out there in the elements. It's it's a it's a lot of uh, distance to cover over some interesting terrain at times. What What's the biggest challenge that you get to experience as a cross-country track star? For me, uh, the biggest challenge, 
I'll speak more to like my personal case. It was just um, I really enjoy running, and so I lose tr- track of the time. And you know, once the the gun goes off, uh, just time flies until I reach the finish line, right? But I actually started cross country running in tenth grade after never doing a sport ever, and I started running at a hefty two hundred and twenty pounds, believe it or not. And you know, the first couple of practices I passed out, and then the practices after that I was puking during practice so honestly just starting running was the hardest part for me but uh the thing that uh led to my success was that um after passing out I got up and just (laughs) took another lap and then then wow that's determination I I tell you if I passed out and you know Toss the salad, as they would say. I don't know if I'd be taking another lap, but uh, and good for you. I know this is radio; we can't see you, but I I can see you. And obviously, uh, cross country training has helped you slim down a little bit too, as a high school. Yeah. Student. Yep. So late bloomer. Now you're valedictorian, so you yes. are number one student athlete in the school. Number one student. Talk to us about where you succeed academically. What your favorite subjects are? So I, I really love science and math, and uh, this is just due to like an intrinsic curiosity that I've always had as a kid, but also um, it's deeply connected to the history of cancer that my family has. And so I I, I took a trip to Honduras when out in 2014, where I met my grandfather and I stayed there for two months. And unbeknownst to me, he he had uh, metastatic laryngeal cancer. And so over the course of two months, uh, I witnessed him deteriorate and then as I grew older, um, you know, the truth started coming to me from my family. And then uh, I just developed a lot of curiosity because humans have advanced so much. And for us to not have a cure, some sort of effective treatment for such an age old disease, it angered me a little bit. But um, more, it, it sparked curiosity, which is why I started getting involved in science summer camps, science research up at Cold Spring Harbor Laboratory. And it's what led me to uh, MIT this summer, where I spent six weeks researching diabetes. And so I was about to I was about to ask you after graduation, your plans are MIT is your is your number one go to school. That's where we're hoping. Yes, we're praying. And, and, and we'd be ma- and we'd be majoring in what? Bioengineering with a minor in computer science. All right. Well, yep. all the best to you. And wish you nothing but success. Haley, same question for you. Graduation coming up before we know it. What's next for Haley? Well, for me, after graduating, I really love photography. That's my passion. But I feel like I could put that on the side and do something else. I'm thinking in marketing and learning the whole process of it. A lot of, a lot of demand for to- photography and certainly marketing in, in many different aspects, different levels. All the best to you. Genesis, same question for you. What's next after you get your diploma? Um, my plans are um, getting into the Army. Well, God bless you for that because I'll tell you right now, that is quite a feat. 70% of today's high school seniors are not eligible to serve, and those that are eligible to remaining 30%, less than 1%, choose to enlist and serve. So I wish you all the best, and if you are successful, thank you in advance for your service. That is definitely a noble cause. We've been speaking with the folks in the Wine Dance School District about their student athletes right here on LI News Radio and out on the web at linewsradio.com. Till next week, take care, stay safe, and be well. Thank you.
The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.